Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Sati Soul. Oh boy, there's nothing quite like it. A packed house full of anticipation, erupting with joy when their favorite band takes the stage. Kenyan pop stars Saudi Soul step on stage at the Highline Ballroom in New York City. Tremendous performers, I tell you. They had the crowd screaming and dancing non-stop for a solid hour and a half, putting out hit after hit. I wanna be rich. I wanna be famous. I wanna have lots and lots of money. So across the world, I wanna be Nelson Mandela I stand tall like a pyramid So, so courageous No place I'd rather be Oh, no, no, no And there's no place I'd rather be Oh, Live and die in Africa All right, Saudi Sol, I love these guys. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Over the past year, Afropop producers witnessed many outstanding concerts. On today's program, Afropop Live 2016, well, we'll take you from Mali to Manhattan, hearing highlights from some of those live performances. Before we hear more from Saudi Soul, well, let's head to Segu, Mali, to hear from Abdoulaye Jabate. <laughs> Abdoulaye Diabaté, hey, not to be confused with New York's Abdoulaye Joss Diabaté. Abdoulaye Diabaté, our man, is a veteran band leader from Sikasso, Mali. He headlined at the annual Festival sur le Niger in Ségou last February. Well, Abdullah is a bit of a local hero, and when he played Saturday's closing set on the banks of the Niger in Ségou, wow, the crowd went crazy! Abdullah is a powerful griot singer, and his tight-seasoned band is a marvel to behold. Just listen. Shh! <laughs> Ni yoro janyate, ni plato janyate, ni shikorobayate, ni bimpangatanju jaman jamanje akadinye kujuku. Ni mami wate aufe ala konyefye. Nyafo. Ni mami wate aufe ala kotlokere. Alakuna Baraya 
Faliko Tauluko, Kibuniko, Kinsapoki, Abigonganju, Ochamanja Lati, Anga Surobanyo, Udevadia, Nakoroka Namandi, the Sibu, eh, and the Sibu.
stuff from Abdullah Jabate and his band. Now, we go back to New York City at Manhattan's Lincoln Center, where we caught the legendary Haitian compa band Tabu Combo live in concert. Tabu Combo are the veterans of this hour's lineup. We're preparing our 50th anniversary. I don't think any other band in the Haitian uh, music industry has lasted 50 years with all the original members. My name is Yves-Joseph Fanfan. Uh, I'm the band manager and I'm uh, one of the main songwriters. Producer Morgan Greenstreet spoke with Fanfan before the show. The concert took place shortly before Brooklyn's Labor Day Parade. That's a massive celebration of West Indian culture that stretches down Brooklyn's Eastern Parkway. Fanfan and Tabu Combo have been based in Brooklyn since 1971 and they've seen their fair share of this local carnival. Morgan brought a vinyl record to the interview. Tabu Combo's 1975 release, New York City. The cover photo is the band playing on a crowded street. It was a Labor Day. This is like the first time we, we played in Eastern Parkway. There was a bunch of people. Not <laughs> so many people. Here's Morgan. What was it like then in 1974? It was uh, a lot of people, a lot more Haitians. At that time, it was just like a, a big party. You know, everybody was on the street and there were no, not a lot of cops though, you know? But Haitians at that time were more involved in Haitian music. I think music was the only thing that they had. Everybody was looking for, for the culture. It was 1974. That's the time when the first wave of Haitians started to leave Haiti and come to the United States. Everybody was nostalgic about Haiti. And you can hear it in the music. Tabu Combo's hit, New York City, spoke to those feelings and was a big turning point for the band. New York City was our first major hit and that gave us the, that propelled us uh, into, into the international scene. It says that uh, we here in the United States, you know, we just got here. We think about Haiti, you know, every night we sleep, we think about Haiti. What a change from Haiti to New York City. In New York City, it's like uh, you have to go to work every day and uh, no time to rest. And uh, I can't wait to go back to Haiti. That's what New York City is all about. Okay. <laughs> and yet you didn't go back. You're still here. We're still here and we love it. <laughs> I mean, we got used to it. <laughs> you got to get used to it. Thanks, Fonfon, for that bit of history. 
Let's hear some of that song. New York City performed live at Lincoln Center. Chantez plus fort J'entends pas suffisamment M'envie d'il, moi pas qu'à d'il M'envie mes chinois, mes chinois M'envie mes guinam, mes guinam M'envie mes chouboum, mes chouboulouti A la tibiti danser, à la tibiti tout le monde saute Martinique, Puerto Rico, Ea, 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 Ea. 
Après ça, nous venons de New York, de New York, de New Zavana. Après ça, nous prenons le Panama, Panama, nous à New York. Mes amis, nous remènent en ville, nous remènent, nous remènent, nous remènent, nous remènent, nous remènent, nous remènent, nous remènent. Wow, that's Tabu Combo bringing the heat to Lincoln Center in the summer of 2016. Man, those grooves could carry a party deep into the night. Okay, let's cross the river to Brooklyn and hear some old sounds from the Caribbean coast, freshly renewed. Barbès is a snug bar in Brooklyn's Park Slope neighborhood. And from the outside, well, you might never know that this is one of the best places to see live music in the borough. However, the back room hosts everything from West African guitar groups to French gypsy jazz combos to Balkan brass bands. And thanks to its neighborhood location, Barbès is the perfect place to see Bouya and El Barrio, a Colombian band whose name translates to noise in the neighborhood. Afropop's Morgan Green Street stopped in to see the band on a hot Monday night back in July. The group plays a style of music known as Bouyarengue, an Afro-Colombian music that comes from the country's Caribbean coast. Buya and El Barrio is one of the newer Colombian groups in New York, but I tell you, it's one of the best. With up to 13 members, their concerts can feel like community events. And well, in some ways, that's what they are. Just like those early Tabu Combo shows, Buya and El Barrio concerts are a place for Colombians in New York to reconnect with their distant home country. Everyone has like a special connection with them. Um with our country. The connection with our country is the music. Marta, one of the band members, explains. For me, it's very interesting because now I'm here in New York and I'm doing Colombian and very folklore music, now rock, the, the type of music that, that I used to do. So for me, it's really special to have this connection with all of us and with the people. 
And the other thing that is really special is to feel the love of our country and express in this kind of way, dancing or, or just singing together and have this expression with other people that really don't know the Bujarengue. Led by a female cantadora, Bujarengue is a music of vocals and percussion. As everyone at Barbes that night discovered, the rhythm is infectious.
was Buya and El Barrio coming to you from Colombia by way of Brooklyn. Coming up, we've got more local Colombian sounds, Mokumba from Zimbabwe, and of course, Saudi Soul from Kenya, here on this special edition of Afropop Live 2016. I'm Josh Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. And El Barrio is not the only local Colombian group that regularly plays at Barbes. We are now hearing El Combo Chimbita, who describes their psychedelic sounds as cumbia, not cumbia. As we heard in our program Colombia in New York City, the local Colombian music scene is like a family. Many bands share members and ideas. Buya and El Barrio's lead singer, Carolina Oliveros, sings in El Combo Chimbita, for instance. Felipe Quiros, a member of the fiery band Macu Sound System, also plays with the combo. Here's Felipe on how he almost accidentally started the group with his bandmate Camilo Rodriguez, also of Macu. Camilo found this like Tascam 388 tape machine and then he didn't know how to really use it so just called me up and was like dude I found this machine like let's do something <laughs> so we just started like playing with it and we recorded this song that he had kind of an idea for and then Camilo sent it to Eric and Monk from Names You Can Trust and they were like oh this is awesome let's just let's put a record out And then we started like pretty much just like jamming at Barbes every first Monday of the month. I don't know. It started maybe like a year and a half ago. And uh, then songs started coming out. We just recorded um, um, an EP here in my house in the living room with the same machine. Very cool. And be sure to check out that EP, El Corridor del Jaguar, released in October by names you can trust. You can read a review of that EP on our website, afropop.org. Now, here's some more from Combo Chimbita's set at Barbes.
Apareció el matar ratón yeah. y yo tirada en la cama. the sound of New York City's Combo Chimbita. Great stuff. It was a big year for the band Mokumba. In March, 
They were the first musical group from Zimbabwe to play the famous Apollo Theater in Harlem. And they brought their unique brand of Afrofusion music on tour across North America and Europe. And we had a chance to catch the group at an intimate show at the Falcon in Marlboro, New York. They showed off their rich, agile voices with an a cappella song. Chuya to Garrison, 
Thank you. Ooh, that's beautiful. Mokumba is from northern Zimbabwe, near the border with Zambia, which is home to the Tonga people, a minority in the country. Mokumba's music mixes rap, ska, sukus, and Afro-Cuban styles with their homeland's traditional music. And in addition to be great singers, well, I tell you, they are pretty good on their instruments. Let's hear another song from Mokumba. Thank you very much,
Baba yako mzuri mama Mzuri mama Mzuri mama Mzuri mama Mzuri mama Mzuri mama Yo 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 what's up we are Saudi Soul and you're listening to Afro Pop Worldwide keep it locked keep it NYC worldwide even die in Africa in Africa thank you for having us hey all right guys thank you Saudi Soul now let's hear why these voices are at the top of the East African music scene here's Surayako performed at New York City's Highline Ballroom
My goodness, they are something else. That's Saudi Saul bringing down the house at the Highline Ballroom. Now, Afropop's Akornefa Achia sat down with Saudi Saul the day before their show at the Highline for a lively conversation about music and life in general. These guys were recently crowned best group at the MTV Africa Music Awards. And I tell you, they deserve it. Their recent album, Live and Die in Africa, has been a huge success. The group took an unusual approach to sharing the music, offering the album for free download for 48 hours. And it was downloaded, guess what, over 400,000 times. Now, what inspired this move? It's just the idea that Africans love free shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, no, I mean... Well, that's part of it. The album is called, yeah. <laughs> that's part of it, but it's you see, the album is called Live and Die in Africa. Yeah. And I believe that if, if it's called Live and Die in Africa, then it's a gospel that should be available for all Africans to access. And what easier way is it than to give it out for free? My name is Bian Ime. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm a performer with the group Saudi Soul. Our album Live and Die in Africa is a combination of African stories. And it's just the different things that African people go through, love, heartbreak, fun, mm -hmm. sex, uh, religion. Mm -hmm. It's an African perspective of all of those things. Sometimes when you sing something personal and it resonates with so many people, mm -hmm. I think that's the most like, amazing thing about songwriting. Connecting across borders and languages is at the heart of what Saudi Soul is all about. This means reaching across the world to tell stories that alter misconceptions and warped perceptions of Africans, and particularly young Africans. Here's Willis Chimano, another singer with the group. African millennials, because people would confuse that name millennials only being important or making sense for maybe uh, young people in the States or in Europe. But then we're in that position to actually show people that we are the same millennials as you are, because we're in a better position to change the um, perspective of what um, Africa as a continent is, especially in terms of, you know, music, arts, culture. Mm -hmm. People have realized that, you know what, our situations are different, but we're all the same in terms of, you know, wanting to connect and make our continents and our homes in a better place. Saudi Sol performed in New York for the first time last year at the Global Citizen Festival with the likes of Beyoncé and Coldplay at the top of the bill. Here's Chimano and Bien-Aimé reflecting on the experience. I mean, it was amazing looking at, you know, overlooking like 60,000 people. Mm -hmm. And it made, yeah, it made us want it more. It was a good thing. Like, mm -hmm. We met a lot of people who are influential. But my question is, you know, with a lot of these things, is just what's the conversation after that? Because European African artists, they come, they do a theme song, they perform before 60,000 people. Then what? You know, there's, so we need to work on the conversation after. Yeah, something has to come out of it. I would like to see more being done for education. And that's why Saudi Soul has actually started their own effort, the Soma Soma Initiative, to advocate for education for all youth in Kenya and the rest of Africa. Their own experiences with education inspired this effort. Here is Bianemi. Each and every one of us here has a degree in a different field. We yeah. know what education has done for us. We're able to express ourselves as we do because of, you know, a quality education. Here's Savara Mudigi. We can say we are lucky 
because of the kind of education that we got. South Soul is top of Kenya right now. It's because of how we think. It's not that we are special, but it's just that we have been able to see and to change and to apply. Hmm, some deep thoughts and hopeful visions from Saudi Soul. Well, there's much more on that in the video interview available on our website, afropop.org. Well, unfortunately, friends, our time is soon up. I would like to say in Jamaica, soon come. But as we head out, let's hear another tune from Saudi Soul, a steamy love song called Ishike.
to thank our friends. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, public radio international affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Visit afropop.org for photos from these shows, the complete Saudi Soul interview, and four tracks with Taboo Combo. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Sebastian Booknight and Ben Richmond. Join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Greg Hartman and Stephanie Lebeau. Benning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Akornifa Achia, and I am Georges Collinet. <laughs> PRI Public Radio International